Testing, testing, one, two, three, motherfuckers. You are listening to the Sad Girls Podcast with your hosts, the Ali Shermer, the Jillian Purdy, and myself, Emma Vickers. So grab your vape and a cup of tea, if you will, and join us. Maybe a bang energy drink, a Mountain Dew voltage, a line of cocaine. Just kidding. Huh? all right so we are here to discuss catholic schools we didn't originally go into this thinking that we would spend a whole season on catholic schools but as we got to talking there's just so much to go into we all had three Uh, very different experiences, as well as three different trajectories of our life, you could say. Um, So we thought that'd be kind of interesting to delve into and talk about. I should specify that Allie and I did go to the same grade school and Jillian went to a different grade school. So let's kind of explain our high school. So we went to an all-girls high school in Cincinnati, it's a totally a college prep school. Like you have to, what's the high school placement test? Yeah. Oh, it was something like 80. So, so no, the test itself was called the high school placement test because you did not have to test to get into every single school. It was just to see what level of class you were going to take, but to get into Ursuline, you had to get like an 86, I think, or above. And then the schedule was set up like to prepare you to have a college schedule. Um, the day was broken up into 18, 20-minute increment mods um, with three minutes of passing time in between them. And you had a different schedule every day. Um, there weren't days of the week, though. They were letter days. It was A through F. So it didn't even matter. It wasn't even like you had the same schedule Monday through Friday. Like if one Monday was A day, the next Monday would be an F day and it would go from there. Okay. Yeah. So the point of it, having it set up that way was to prepare you for like having to deal with your own free time. So instead of having like a lunchtime, you would just have free mods throughout the day, which you could do whatever you want with, but it wasn't always guaranteed that you would even get a lunchtime. It wasn't easy to get a note to eat lunch. They weren't like, oh, yeah, you have a packed in. Let me give you a pass. You can eat lunch in your class. You have to, like, fight for it. Um, and Miss Dottie was a fucking bitch about it, too. Like, she would check your schedule to make sure that you actually needed the lunch pass. As if we wanted to eat in the classroom and not, like, in the cafe with our friends. Like, we wanted to be difficult. Yeah, and she'd be like, oh, you're free at 10 a.m. You can eat lunch then. Well, that's kind of early for a lunch. Well, yeah, and then, like, like, okay. literally, instead of getting a lunch pass, there was a day where I was free, like, mod three, and then, like, 17, 18. And so I would just eat something at mod three and then not eat until the end of the school day because it was just easier than, but I also did have teachers who would let, who were like cool and would let us have snacks in class. Yeah. There definitely were some teachers who were cool, but then also like you weren't allowed to drink water. Like you had to get a water pass, which is just stupid. Like, 
How, well, how does that make any sense? It doesn't, but yeah. Um, and I was a rebel and would take a propel bottle and take the label off. <laughs> it looked like water fooled everyone. <laughs> and also with the mod system. So like you had different people in your class, um, basically every day. I mean, you had some of the same people, but we also had open classrooms. So we had, <laughs> so Two full hallways of open classrooms. They were each six, right? Six six classrooms in each yeah. hallway, so there were 12. And you would just be <laughs> walking down the hallway, and on your left, there's just a whole group of kids in class, and there's nothing in between yourself in the hallway. Girls in the hallway. <laughs> Can you put your shoes back on? No we're talking. And then you would get banned from hanging out in the hallway if you were too disruptive mm. to classes. And it would be annoying because <laughs> some people, like, there were lockers in the hallway, too. And so a lot of people would just want to sit at their locker and do their homework or whatever. And then you wouldn't be allowed to sit there. No. Like, if one person got in trouble, everyone got in trouble. So it was really annoying. Also, one of my teachers didn't have a classroom. So, like, <laughs> I would, like, show up to class. And I would go to the wrong classroom for that letter day. And you'd have yeah, to run around the school mm-hmm. yeah, trying to find your classroom because there weren't enough. Um, so that was a little goofy. And then also just like another big thing about all girls schools, um, at least at our school, I, I imagine this is true for a lot of all girls school was just like the lack of hygiene. Oh, my God. <laughs> like I for one showered every day I do not fit in that category um but some bitches I mean they had to announce it on the morning announcements girls um make sure that we're keeping up our hygiene and you know maybe brush your teeth um wear deodorant (laughs) brush your hair Uh, if we were were, like having a field trip they would be like listen girls uh, we uh, you don't have to look fancy. You don't have to put on makeup, but we just want to look presentable. Just, I mean, brush your hair. Um, you don't have to tuck your shirt in, but wear one that like fits at least. Um, don't wear your leggings with the rips in them. Cause we were allowed to have ripped leggings as long as they said Ursuline on them. <laughs> um, don't have your basketball shorts below your kilt. Don't brag about your dreadlock, but we can't make you take it out of your hair and the most I could go I think was like three days without showering because that was pretty rare but like no one ever worried about shaving um, your legs. speak for your fucking selves though oh, I, I gross. literally I did not well I was okay about it until senior year <laughs> uh because uh, in my mind because I was only showering often to wash my hair and then once I dyed it I didn't want to wash it every day yeah So then I just neglected my whole body as well. And I was like, everybody else is doing it. And then it was so annoying on the weekends because I'd have to make time to actually take a shower. And shave. And definitely shave. (laughs) (laughs) We would meet, like, whenever I met people, like, on vacation from, like, a different state or something, when I told them that I went to an all-girls high school, this happened multiple times, they would say, Oh, so, like, does everyone just hook up with each other all the time? And there are a few issues with that statement I would like to address. One, um, not that there's anything wrong with being a lesbian, but just because we go to an all-girls school doesn't mean we're a lesbian. Two, 
the school is really hard. So I don't think a lot of people had time to like fornicate between classes. Yeah, or get a quickie in the bathroom. Because fornication is a sin in the eyes of the Lord. I'm kidding. Um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a sin, but. Gay <laughs> sex? I don't. I would never. Never. And then lastly, we're gay. we were just discussing hygiene and our lack of hygiene. So I just, I really don't think uh, school is the place where people are like getting hot and heavy with it. And then I also I just want to touch on right the difficulty of our school. Like it was a very high pressure environment. And like Jill said, it was all college prep courses. Like you took a college prep course or you took honors or AP. Ursuline, where 99% of all graduates uh, go on to graduate college. <laughs> Proud to say I'm the 1%. <sighs> you know what? Go, Jill. You're winning at life right now. Like, I just think, listen, Jill, I just want to say that I just, like, really respect you for, like, not going to college and just, like, doing your thing. Like, it's just so... <laughs> Like, that was just really bold and brave. Like, that was so brave of you. Thank you so no, but much. How many people it was a really hard decision, and I wouldn't welcome. have made it there without each and every one of you. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of people, like, when I was uh, leaving grade school, were thinking that there would be a, a shit ton of drama being at an all-girls school. I mean, there was, but not because it was an all-girls school. Like, we all didn't have drama with each other. Um, I agree. I would say, like, the drama, the, the like, shitty, petty drama that, like, people talk about, like, that definitely existed in groups. And if, like, you were a part of that, like, that was your own choice. Like, it wasn't hard to not be a part of that. And, like, I would say for the most part, like, in the school setting, everyone was pretty nice to each other. Besides, like, the crazy, the occasional crazy bitch, um... And whenever there was, it was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. why are you so mean? Yeah. Well, uh, and I'd also well, like to go well. back to the um, overwhelming stress we were all under. It was almost like, bitch, I don't got time for that. Yes. I got to finish this project. I got to do this. It's like the people that found time for drama were like the most toxic and fucked up people. Yeah. Also, you said, I remember you said this a while ago, Jill, and I don't want to sound like a douche. But I just remember, like, when we would go to dances, like, at guys' schools or whatever. Not that that happened to me a lot. But <laughs> I remember, like, you talked about how girls from other schools would be, like, really weird and not friendly towards the other girls. And you said that, like, your mom had said that, like, you know, they go to school with boys and they're used to, like, that competitive environment where, like, we go to an all-girls school and, like, we don't act like that. Like, we're... Um, that is so true. Like, people... Girls would be... Would hate me at dances because I didn't first of all, I didn't give a fuck and I was just there to have fun. But that was like, in my mind, that was me being there to have fun. It wasn't like I was trying to steal your boyfriend or whatever, yeah. or maybe I was, I was to say. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and like Ali said, I mean, we really didn't have time for anything else besides school. But um, I, did. I don't know like how, I just feel like I, my life was a living hell. All I did was school. So congrats to you. I would like, I remember so many times I would sit down like feeling overwhelmed by my homework and then I would just find like 
the shortest possible way to get this stupid thing done and then give up really easily and call it a day. Like homework was most of the time a participation grade anyway. So we had basketball practice and Megan was super stressed and like moody and kind of rude towards me. But it was because she had so much homework to do after practice. And practice was like a good hour and a half, maybe hour and 45 minutes where you couldn't be doing homework. And I remember at the end of the practice, she said nothing. She took off her shoes right away and booked it out the door. And I just, she looked so disheveled. And I was like, ain't that all of us, man? Ain't that all of us? This episode, we're going to discuss our um, varied experiences with popularity. And we're kind of going to go, not kind of, we're going in order from least popular to most popular (laughs) at their time in school. So I will be beginning so I will, I, Allison and I, again, went to grade school together. Excuse me, Allie. You have to call her Allie. Only I can call her Allie. Represent the Silverhawks. Um, the Smoy Silverhawks. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds so made up. Right? So our grade school. Okay, so everyone, most people at our school were very wealthy. And it was a lot of, like, throwing the wealth in your face, mostly from, like, the parents. And then there'd be, like, you know your typical bratty kid who didn't realize how wealthy they were. I also like looking back and reflecting, I feel like, and I'm sure this is true for a lot of church environments. Like everyone had to know your business. Like my parents were going through divorce and like everyone knew that really shouldn't be anyone's business. Like there's no reason that like my whole grade should know. No. And that's fucked up because I feel like when I remember like, not necessarily my like immediate friends, but like just kids that I knew from school, if their parents were getting divorced, my parents would be like, keep like, don't talk about it. Like not extra nice talk about it, but they would just be like, Oh, like they would shut the conversation down really quick. It wasn't like a gossip thing. Yeah. So then my mom had me get taken out of class and go to this like counseling group. It was called banana splits, the banana splits club. But we only ate a banana that split like once. Like a uh, gay strip club. <laughs> we would like do meditation and stuff and we would talk. Literally the only other there was like two other girls and I got taken to this counseling group during class. So then everyone knew that like something was going on and I was being taken to these counseling groups. And I mean, and that's kind of inevitable, but it's just like another way that like everything is everyone's business. Like you really Nothing is done in private. But anyway, so. I just realized why it was called banana splits. <laughs> that <laughs> was that one, I would also like to touch on that. Um, yeah, like there was no business in me knowing that your parents were getting divorced. But I knew it before we were really like super good friends because yeah. I don't. It's almost like the school staff didn't think we could understand why you were being taken from class and stuff at random times, but everybody knew. And it was kind of like children of divorce get abducted during (laughs) school. It was just kind of, I don't know, like you're already feeling isolated in some way. And then you're feeling isolated again because you're being taken. I don't know. Yeah. And like, no, I exactly. And like no one else's at the time parents were divorced. And so it is. So in the Catholic church, like, Divorce is bad. And so then I grew up 
going to mass uh, at this church where we went to grade school and we got a new pastor and I will say his name, Father Jan Schmidt. And he came on and it was like his first sermon or whatever. He was just going on and on and on about how wrong divorce is and how like those people are going to hell. So whatever year he came to our school, I think we were like in sixth grade. There I am all upset thinking like my family is going to hell. And like, I would ask my mom about it. Like I'm a 12 year old kid. Like there is no reason that I should be worried that my family is going to hell because my parents got divorced because their marriage didn't work out. And also like, again, it's no one else's business for them to even know that was going on. And like, why am I listening to this stupid ass old man and his opinion and his judgment on my family's life? Like, why do I have to sit there and listen to that? Yeah, I'm no okay. offense, but he's not even allowed to get married. Yeah, exactly. he's not even allowed to know the least bit of what that's like. No, so like being told that constantly. So, okay, so let me segue into why I wasn't popular. So I have I have Tourette's. I was going to say I had Tourette's, but I very much still do have Tourette's. <laughs> um, I'll talk more in detail about that another time. I had undiagnosed uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome, so I was overweight. Uh, My parents were divorced, and everyone knew we're going through a divorce, and, you know, everyone thought we were going to hell. And on out-of-uniform days, all the girls liked to wear those athletic shorts that were super in style, and I didn't. I personally really liked to dress like Selena Gomez on Wizards of Waverly Place, and I'd go to Forever 21, and I would get, like, these, I don't know, like, dramatic pieces of clothing, like, and I'd wear them on a uniform day, and everyone would talk about me, like, even the teachers, like, make fun of me, not like, oh, my God, that girl's Can so I cool. put together an ensemble for you just Absolutely. for, okay, I'm imagining um, bright pink quarter lengths, like, capri lengths leggings with one of those, like, asymmetrical cut all the way around shirt dresses that just comes it's almost like a tunic length top you, maybe like a sparkly belt around the waist and uh fingerless gloves <laughs> i literally fingerless gloves and like all of that is pretty accurate and sounds similar to shit that i own so yeah that i was you know what i was not afraid to be myself we can and, that oh no i enjoyed it and i i was not afraid to be myself and i owned it and i got made fun of for it a lot like, guys would come up to me and be like, you need to take that shit off. Like, why the fuck do you think that's okay? Like, that's okay. Not even, like, cool. It's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Like, people were very upset that I dressed like that. Um, It was super weird. So, I was openly depressed. And, you know, being openly depressed just immediately makes you not popular. So, <laughs> so we'll start. My first nope. anecdote that I would like to share is in second grade, I like to wear so like in grade school the girls wear jumpers and I sometimes like to wear the shorts and the polo that the boys wore and (laughs) so no one was really my friend and during lunch I like you sat with your homeroom like the girls had a table and the boys had a table and all the other girls always packed their lunch and I always uh bought my lunch so I'd go so I was the last one to the table and I'd sit down and you know randomly once a week or maybe more I don't know I mostly blacked it out (laughs) to memory but the girls would be like there's no room for you at this table and they just wouldn't let me sit at the table they'd be like sorry there's no room but the day before there was room so what happened did someone gain 50 pounds like I don't understand 
And then I'd have to go sit with the boys and be even more depressed. They're like, sorry, I'm I'm in a growth spurt. My mom said yeah. I'm flying through my jeans, so there's yeah. no room. There's just no room for you. They here. tried to put me on the cover of Vogue, but my legs were too long. <laughs> we move on. And then in eighth grade, I, once again, didn't have very many friends. Um, I'm a really likable person, you guys. So, you know, I don't know what's up with that. But anyway, I'm kidding. Um, I rode a different bus on Wednesdays to go to my dad's than my normal bus. And one Wednesday, I didn't. I got on my normal bus and there was a group of four. It was three guys and one girl who was in my friend group. Um, I had a couple friends, even though they weren't really nice to me. I still hung out with them because I had no one else to hang out with. (laughs) So, um, I get on the bus And they all have these bags of popcorn and they're just like staring at me while they eat these bags of popcorn and they don't really talk to me. And I just kind of like put my headphones in and ignore them. I was a big, like staring out the window girl, listening to depressing music on the bus. That was my jam. But anyway, especially if it's raining. (laughs) So that happened. That was super weird. I I didn't really think, um, I didn't really think much of it. And then a couple weeks later, I went to the movies with the two girls who I did hang out with. And after the movie, we were getting ice cream and they were like, oh, they said something about the parties on the bus. And I go, what parties on the bus? And they like freaked out and they were like, oh, the girl said you knew, like, like we thought you knew now. It's like, what are you talking about? So they told me that on Wednesdays when I didn't ride my normal bus, they celebrated that I didn't ride the bus. What? So take turns. <laughs> this is brand new information. Allison, you were in school with me. You should have known. What I, the f- Emma, I swear I didn't know. It's fine. Clearly you didn't care about me. <laughs> Emma, I swear I did. I did not know that. That's so fucked up, but so yeah, typical. So they of- also turned bringing snacks and drinks. And the day that I did ride when they had the popcorn, they had like asked me for napkins that day. They were like, yo, do you have any napkins in like on like in your lunchbox? To so the, the, Which the audacity alone. Right? right? Ridiculous. So um I found that out and then I like confronted them. And then I remember like the next day at school, everyone was talking, like I heard people saying, like, did you hear that like Emma found out? So like everyone knew. Everyone in our grade knew except for me. And even like the two girls who were supposedly my best friends. And me, apparently. What'd you say? And me, apparently. I didn't know. No, apparently you didn't know. I'm sure you knew at the time, but Emma, I swear I would have remembered something like that because that is like straight up bullying. Allie, if you are not part of the Shit, fuck. If you are not part of the solution, then you are part of the problem. So, obviously, I didn't have a lot of friends, so my weekend life was very um, drab. I usually was just home. And I, for whatever reason, when I got mad at someone in a very joking way, I would draw, like, an empty well. And I would draw me, like, pushing them into the well and then putting pouring gas in the well and setting it on fire. Oh, no, I had a pet dragon named Sparky, and he would set fire to the well. Emma, I remember Sparky. Sparky the dragon. So I actually have a whole PowerPoint slide of me doing this, and I have, like, a whole story of me doing this to the people who uh, threw the parties on the bus about me. Like, I made, like, a story that they were on a picnic, and, like, the girl and the guy fell in love. We should post that to the Instagram. (laughs) Honestly, (laughs) 
funny. Like, it's super fucked up, and I promise I won't do that for real, but I thought it was kind of funny. So fast forward to about a month and a half ago, I'm out at a bar near where I live, and I run into one of the ringleaders of the parties on the bus, have not spoken to him since high school. We'll call him Enrique. Um, I, I'm super drunk, you know, personable me. So I approach Enrique and we're chatting and I bring up the parties. I'm like, yo, Enrique, what the fuck? I and he didn't remember. He had no recollection of these events. And I went home and I was like, should I be embarrassed that like, I still remember that all these years later. And then I realized, no, no, no. He is a piece of shit asshole. And that was traumatizing. And of course he doesn't remember because bullies never remember what they do because they're selfish and don't care about anyone but themselves. Period. Period. And I am still mad about it. And that was fucked up. And Enrique, you can go fuck yourself. Anyway, now we'll move on to high school. I was friends with a pretty popular girl who was going to reach her peak in high school. So we're hanging out with this other girl. We'll call her April. April was a, was a rich snob, but also was like nice to everyone, but kind of annoying. Super annoying. <laughs> and like, so stupid, like so, so stupid. She, not like, a douchebag, but she's an example of, Oh, this is what I was going to say earlier about our high school. Um, our high school is definitely like, if you weren't smart enough, but you were rich, like you could get in, you were going. Yeah. If your parents would give the school money, then you were allowed to go. So she was one of those girls. So me, April and let's call her May. I go to the mall with them and I'm like, this is my chance, you know, to maybe they'll think I'm cool and I can be popular. I had a horrible time. Their conversations were just so shallow and just about like boys and just like stupid drama and I I was just like I just don't relate to this at all like this is just stupid so you know that was my small chance of being popular and I just wasn't into it I mean I'm sure I wouldn't have been popular anyway but I just had no connection to them and then May I had class with May all the time and we were in French class and she is all upset and she's talking about something and I'm like, what's going on? What happened? And she goes, Oh my God. So-and-so who she was talking to has mono. And if I would have hooked up with this, him this weekend at the football game, I would have mono and she's all upset about it. And I'm just like, wow, that's, that's really hard. Like, I'm so sorry for you. I'm so sorry that you don't have mono because you didn't hook up with him. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> upset this, this situation didn't article. even happen. And like, I'm sorry. I, like my problems are uh, here. I thought I had a hard time being fat and I can't stop twitching, but you almost had mono. <laughs> so check your privilege, Emma. I don't know. <laughs> so that is, that's basically the sum of my popularity. I was a middle-class popular person in high school, meaning I had no popularity, but I wasn't as weird as I was in grade school. Can I touch on a story about April? You mean May? No. Oh, I fucked up. Okay, sorry. Yes, you may touch on a story about April. Um, so freshman year, April is I had a top locker 
and she was sitting on the floor in the hallway doing her homework right below my locker. And I was like, oh, sorry, because I had to get into my top locker and I didn't feel like, you know, standing over her. So she kind of like scooched over a scotch to the side and I'm going through my locker and I drop a textbook. The textbook falls on the ground, um, leaving April unscathed. However, she starts holding her head and she's like, oh, oh, oh. And I was like, oh, sorry, did that get you? And she's like, just a little bit. But I fucking knew it didn't hit her. <laughs> she wanted to, once again, make up an entire situation that didn't even happen and complain about it. And, like, and for a while, like, I to know. feel bad. Like, I know. I was like, if somebody wow. did accidentally drop their book on my head, I'd be like, it's fine. And like, me, trying not to cry and then go to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And me, I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry. Did that Did that hit her? Did it? No, it did not. <laughs> no, it didn't. Oh, God. She just, I don't know. Like, that type of person, not someone to fuck with. I had a detention with her once, and I was, like, I don't know. I wasn't trying to be a goody two-shoes or whatever, but I wasn't going to text in detention. That mm-hmm. just seemed, like, wildly irresponsible. And Miss <laughs> Brown was, like, the person mm-hmm. running the detention. Plus, our activity wasn't even bad. We had to go through and make the flip-through catalog of all the student IDs. Oh, it was kind of scary. fun. I just wasn't ever scared of her, but she was really nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> but that was because uh, she knew that I was friends with Emily the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, what the fuck am I saying? Okay, I'm in detention with her. And she is, like, texting the whole time. And I'm, like, like I'm sitting there like, sweating because I was, like, I don't want to be a party to this texting in detention. I'm already in Saturday detention. It doesn't get worse than that. What are we going to do? Get suspended? Yeah. So then she's like telling me about the guy that she's texting. And okay. So I had really bad acne in high school and April had a really good skin. She did, however, um, airbrush all of her Instagram pictures for so long. And it was such and a it pissed me off. off because she actually had whatever. She was a very pretty girl. She has one pimple on her forehead. And she's like, oh my God, I can't even Snapchat him back. Who would ever want to go out with this? And I'm sitting there, like, covering my cheeks, like, man, it was not so bad. You can probably pop a little concealer on that bad boy. <laughs> and then I was like, are you so unaware? Like, do you ever say something that you don't like about yourself and then realize that whoever you are with is, like, struggling like, with that thing? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, my God. She had no concept of that. Like, none whatsoever. I don't think she had any idea of how of how privileged of a life she lived. And ignorant. Yes. And in her defense, she is just stupid. She yeah, it wasn't like she was trying to be a bitch, I feel like. It was just that she really, it, everything was just over her head. Yes. Yeah, like she, she processed person, it. But you're, like, she was so, this, I hate calling people dumb, but she was so dumb that, like, there was just no deep thoughts. Yes. Yeah. No layers. <laughs> I'm such an asshole, but she would like corner me in the hallway after school and tell me about how like 
she had sex with her boyfriend in the mall bathroom and how she regretted it and it was too soon and she was too young to be doing that and i'm like we haven't spoken in months why are you telling me this it's funny because she told me that stuff too and i feel like I feel like she told all three of us something on a private occasion. How many I feel like she definitely, as a a matter of fact, uh, yes. I feel like like April liked to talk to me because uh, I would have, like, stories like hers. Mm -hmm. But then uh, it sounds like she just wanted everybody to know that she did these things. (laughs) Well, she was injured. I will give her credit, though. Well, sort of. Because she would always come up to me and talk about Anna. I think we all know who Anna is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, she only cares about popularity. Like, I don't care about that stuff. Like, I just want to be friends with whoever. Like, she did show, like, a nice side of her. But yet, like, she still hung out with, like, all those girls she talked yeah. about and always had drama. Okay, so uh, in my, like, super young grade school experience, my school was super, super small. And pretty much everybody was friends. We didn't have any drama. Like you didn't have a lot of options of who your friends were going to be. So if you weren't nice to anybody, it was kind of hard to do anything. Um, But in the fifth grade, my school was so small that we had to combine with another school so that we could both afford to stay open. (laughs) Um, And that school was way bigger than ours. And I don't know how or why, but those kids just seemed cooler than us. Like, they were like already starting to like date each other. And that was not shit that we were doing at my school. And like, they all had cell phones and like these girls brought some drama, but I became really good friends with them and felt like I was a part of the popular crowd. I started dating this popular guy who was like the class clown, but the one that the teachers were nice to, like the teachers who are nice to popular kids. Um, I would use my sister's cell phone. Well, I gave him my sister's cell phone number and then I would get in trouble because he would text me and it would use up her minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh, the days when he didn't have unlimited text messages. We never had unlimited texting. We had Cincinnati <laughs> Bell and my parents didn't give a fuck. Dude, I had Cincinnati Bell for a long time too, like until like junior year of high school. So. <laughs> um, no, I had it until I got my iPhone. <laughs> um, yeah. Because even though I went to Catholic school, my family is not rich. I didn't get an iPhone until I bought it for myself. I never owned a pair of Uggs. Jill is a self-made woman, not Kylie Jenner. Chilly and dirty. Your girlfriend looked like Kylie Jenner. <laughs> um, no, and I'm not saying we were, like, poor, but once I got to, like, I didn't even have a concept of why people assumed that going to Catholic school meant you were wealthy until I got to Ursuline. And I was like, Oh, because these bitches are fucking loaded. Um, but anyway, I felt like my popularity definitely peaked in the fifth grade In the sixth grade, this girl comes from a public school and she already had boobs. And that just meant that you were popular. All the boys liked her, whatever, but we became friends until she decided that we weren't out of nowhere. Um, and I only even knew about it because <laughs> my like three main friends had a sleepover with her and then subtly let me find out by posting about it on MySpace. And when I confronted them, they just talked shit to me and we weren't fucking friends, but they had to be nice to me anyway, because we all played sports together and I was still good at sports when I was a kid. And like, if I'm getting the first serve every volleyball game, you have to be fucking, you can't be a dick to me. 
Um, you kind of have to respect me for that. Um, they did try to get me to be their friends again. I mean, no, they invited me to a sleepover and I was convinced that it was actually to bully me and that they were just going to be mean to me. So I didn't go. That's so sad. Um, I did end up going to that girl's birthday party um, <laughs> in the beginning of the summer after eighth grade. And um, I thought that was a, she had been friends with girls who were going to Ursuline who were seemingly going to be popular. So I was like, this is my chance. And I wind up accidentally flashing everybody my underwear that was nude colored. It was a full coverage nude panty. And it was a complete accident. It was for the sake of the game. Fucking slut. Uh, but they all said that I wasn't wearing any underwear. And I was like, hey, am I built like a Ken doll? <laughs> like, uh, what do you mean you can't tell the difference between a vagina and a nude panty? You right? psycho. You're so rude. <laughs> Probably the first time they ever saw that. Like, right. you could have been like, hey, pull your skirt. And what? doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, they, <laughs> if it was weird, like, they could have addressed it and been like, yo, are you not wearing any underwear? But no, they just have to turn everything into drama. Oh, and they did bully me uh, for wearing if I would wear a padded bra, because it would obviously be obvious, because I <laughs> don't have any boobs. Um, we're talking a couple of clementines over here. <laughs> um, That's fine. So anyway... After that, I would still like, there were girls who I hadn't known in grade school. The only girl who I was going to know was this girl, Amy, who she was nice. She was very nice. And I was friends with her as I was tried to be friends with most people, but she was like really weird and I just didn't need to be. And that was the only person I knew. So I'm trying to sew my way in to this popular circle. Like we would Remember Truth Is on Facebook? Yes. We would do those for each other. Like, Truth Is, you're so pretty. Truth Is, I'm so excited to go to Earthline with you. We should We're friends. Soon. Yeah. Um, first day of school happens. Uh, no, that's uh, we're obviously not going to fucking be friends. Multiple girls, like, I recognized, and I knew that they recognized me, and we just didn't fucking talk to each other. But I had um, acne, and I had braces, and I wore glasses full-time by the time freshman year rolled around which is which is a fine thing but they were all like complaining about one fucking pimple on their forehead so april i felt like i i just felt like i wasn't a hot girl um but otherwise i feel like i was midway on the popularity scale like i would still hang out with the popular boys sometimes just not the same times they would hang out with the popular girls <laughs> um i did stop responding to my own name because I had never been around another Jill before. And there was another Jill who was way more popular than I was. So it was like, and I had a bunch of classes with her too. So it was like, and homeroom, I think. So anyway, every time for like a whole, I didn't let it go on for a year, couple months of constantly turning around when I hear Jill and being like, oh, you're not talking to me. Let down after Well, <laughs> oh, you're still not talking to me. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah, but at least I wasn't a rectangle, rectangle, rectangle table kid. And then by the end of high school, I didn't care because I would just go out with Nicole and Emily and uh, do whatever we wanted that was not with anybody from our school or <laughs> another boy's school. So, so you were cool to me. If that counts for anything, it counts for a lot. <laughs> Knowing that Emma thought I was cool the whole time actually made me feel really good about myself a lot. <laughs> also, I'd like to say, oh wait, I have a, 
just about getting to high school and like, yes, I realized on the first day that I wasn't going to be popular, but I had a chance because I got invited to this girl's quinceanera. Oh, yes. The quinceanera. And we thought we were going to be friends because she knew she was dating or trying to date or something. Some guy from Roger Bacon. And I was friends with a lot of people from Roger Bacon. And so I was like, there's my N. Uh, so she invites me to her quinceanera along with a couple other people who ended up not being like super popular. And it was like, we were the table of D-listers at this party because the <laughs> invitations went out in like September and it wasn't until like November or December when we'd be become more established. <laughs> oh, it was like, you really felt like you didn't fucking belong there. All right, what's up everyone? Uh, as Emma had previously stated, we went to the same grade school, go Silverhawks. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, let's let's uh, let's dive right in. Um, I didn't really ever fit with a group. Um, I didn't really like to. I also feel like I didn't hang out with anyone consistently enough to be like, oh, I'm a part of this clique. Um, so I kind of liked to be the floater. Also, I had a twin brother, and so <laughs> you have one. Oh, I <laughs> also I have a twin brother. So we went through every grade together and I was kind of friends with his friends and his friends liked me. Um, they were always like pretty nice to me, um, probably because they knew that Andrew would get mad if they were mean to me. I don't know. But anyway, they were nice to me. Um <sighs> I'm kind of a random person, so I guess I was well-liked for that and also just kind of a free spirit, and I still remain that way. Um, I'm just random, weird, and I don't care kind of like what people think about that. You're also um, an extremely talented athlete. So Yeah, I played basketball, and I was good at basketball so that was very good at basketball i feel like just in Could general, school all the boys and she's like not tall she's like yes and down. that felt like a major and i didn't realize how powerful that was for like a female and i didn't realize mm -hmm. that until like high school and stuff that that was like you know like a lot of teachers were like good on you for schooling the boys you know yes. and that felt good but i feel like in general, in life, if someone's really good at something, that makes them more appealing. So I feel like people use that as a conversation starter, like, oh, how's basketball? Like, everybody's parents would be like, how's basketball? Who are you playing for? How's it going? You know, so. Also, like, all the popular kids played sports in grade school. Yes, and it was almost like you had to play a sport to be popular. Yes, 100%. Yes. And be good at the sport. <laughs> Um, yes, yes, you had points. to be good. <laughs> I, uh, yep, yep. <laughs> um, I didn't really, because I was a floater and not like super committed to any click, I didn't really have a lot of drama issues and I liked it that way. Any sort of drama or confrontation gave me a lot of um, anxiety, so I tried to avoid that. Um, there was a group of friends in grade school that I played basketball with and stuff, but they also played 
an additional sport together that I hated. So I did not play that sport. And they were, as a result, a lot more closer with each other than they were with me. So I kind of felt like a little bit of an outcast, just a little bit, but <laughs> I was okay with it. It was fine. Um, they still it's tried. To, they still tried to include me. Thanks. Um, but <laughs> some of those um, popular people in grade school also tried to be one of the rich snobs in high school, um, and as a result of that they ruined a lot of their friendships that they had made in grade school. And I did not want to be a part of that. I did not want to follow in those footsteps and do that as well. Um, I wasn't shallow like that. And I valued a lot of my, what seemed to be shallow relationships at the time. Okay. Um, Wait, pause. It was interesting to like watch everyone we went to grade school with kind of fiend for popularity. And like looking back, like um, even in even in high school, like the one of the girls that I was like really close with for freshman year, like latched on at that quinceanera and was just like completely dropped us to be like with the quote unquote popular girls. And she just seemed she was like a really awkward person. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like when you hang out with us, you actually have fun. But OK, do you, sis? Also, I feel like some people were just friends with me so that they could hang out with my brother because they thought he was cute. And in his defense, yes, he is like a cute guy. I mean, he's related to me. Oh my god. Oh my god. So yeah, then I went to high school, made some friends, and one winter homecoming queen. Um, pretty big moment in my life. Uh, wow. Congratulations, Allie. Yeah, whatever. It's whatever. I can't believe you still even talk to us. Yeah, I mean, I could barely find time in my schedule, so. <laughs> Just kidding. So I made you wait um, for your brown fitting. <laughs> I won Winter Homecoming Queen simply because, I don't know, I was liked. Because you were nice to people, for real. Thank you. Thank you. And because you had more friends, though, because I definitely, like, wanted to vote for Bianca, but I voted for you because you were my friend. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jill. I probably voted for Bianca. Sorry. So finding my group in high school was a little bit different um, because they were all girls. And um, I basically was friends with whoever I played basketball with and whoever I class with and whoever I saw in the hallways. So... Yeah, but um, there was that rich snob group that we keep bringing up. Um, I was invited to a birthday party of one of theirs. And, Who's you know, all they really did was they would talk shit about other girls in the grade and be judgmental about them and just shit talk them. And it was, you know, the people that sat at the rectangle or the rectangular table, you know, like they would just shit talk them. And I'm like, what do you what do you have against them in your life that you're on this high horse? Just OK, I'm no, I'm sorry. I want to and that you but it's that you and your free time are like making fun of this person. Yeah. yeah. And for what? Like, like they don't you're, rich, you're pretty. You. You're good at a sport. Most most of them or whatever. 
or were in with the girls who were good at sports. Like, why are you waiting? You already time? feel, yeah, you already feel so superior. Yeah, or like, like it's chill just the fuck super out. weird. And they were the bitches that contributed to a lot of my um, self image issues with my body and it being very manly and kind of like toned like a man, I guess. And they made me feel so uncomfortable about that because they would always comment about my arms in a negative way and be like, yeah, you're low key like a man. And I was just kind of like, okay, well, I don't know. Like, I took offense to that. Like, fuck you. And the whole stigma about lesbians being a bad thing at the school, like, I don't know. It just made me feel like, I don't know, unwelcomed, mm -hmm. underappreciated, like a piece of shit. Later in life, they're like, oh, I, I wish I had oh, a really fit arms or whatever. And I'm like, bitch, you made fun of me for that. Get the fuck yeah. out of my face. Word. I, like, okay. Also, I'd like to say that the popular uh, people copied Emma's style. And I mean, we all know Emma wore that. Not We all know Emma wore that fucking Converse first. And then I started Converse trend in sixth grade, and anyone who says otherwise can suck my ass. <laughs> I remember when Megan said to one of them, um, she was like, hmm, since when did you get into Converse? And she was like, oh, um, I just think they're really cute. I mean, I've always liked Converse. And Megan was like, hmm, never seen you wear them before. Those look new. And I was like, oh, Megan, you are a savage. Because Megan showed up with low tops and I showed up with high tops. And then all the bitches wanted yeah. converse. So, Although I was a floater, I have chosen the relationships that I want to keep from high school. And there's very few. And you two are like the main ones. And I feel like I chose this friend group because you guys don't judge me for me. We're all just our own person and we get along and we love each other and we support each other and we don't talk shit about each other or judge each other. And I just fucking love it. We do it to each other's faces. We do it to each other's faces. And we like, I don't know. It speaks a lot to why like clicks were stupid too, because we don't, we like don't have a whole lot. Like, personality wise like obviously we all get along but we don't do the same things no. at all like yeah Al no like like Allie's a perfect example because she spent all her time playing basketball and shit like, yeah we weren't like yeah. star athletes well thank you for tuning in to our first episode of sad girls anyway that's all for today thanks for tuning in like and subscribe tell all your friends Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And lastly, hashtag, hashtag free Britney. Britney.